Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We are a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we find questions either online or from our just beautiful listeners. Incredible, really. On the topic of sex and dating. And we answer them. I That intro almost got away from me. It was... Yeah. I don't know why. I, I felt bad because my thing sounded sarcastic, but it wasn't. <laughs> you know, like halfway through saying it, and then I slowed down because I was like, what am I doing wrong? And that made it more sarcastic. I do. Our listeners are incredible. Yeah, we do love you. We really do. Yeah. Ready for a question? Yeah, I am. I was going to say, I felt like last time I really, really went wild on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And now I just want to I just want to focus in. Get some questions done. Okay, well, here we go. This is from Touchdown T. Had a date last night. It went really, really well. However, she believes the Earth is flat. She also (laughs) believes the universe is geocentric and the sun and the moon are the same size. Dating has been terrible for me recently. I know how hard it can be to find someone you get along with. So where do I go from here? (laughs) I'm interested to know what... Is that what, like, the universe is geocentric? They think that, like, everything is the same size? I think geocentric means it revolves around everything revolves around the earth. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so mean, the earth is like the center of everything and, and everything revolves around us. Oh boy. I, man, imagine being on a date and someone just dropping these like one after the other. Cause like a flat earther is one thing, but then to like keep compounding on new, I mean, was she anti-vax? Because I well, feel like that I can only assume. And that's the thing. It's like, this is date one. Date one is best behavior time. I don't know. I would love to fucking know how this came up. Uh, maybe it's maybe she's just tired of wasting people's time or, you know, from her perspective, wasting her time on people that aren't ready to accept the fact that the world is flat. Maybe like he mentioned something about either his or her juicy ass. And she was like, unlike the earth. And he was like, what? She was like, oh, because it's flat. <laughs> and he was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, dear. Oh, but that no. juicy butt, though. Yeah. Or oh. his own juicy butt, depending on whose. They were I'm not about. a big fan of uh, of Susanna. She thinks the world, like everything revolves around her, unlike the sun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what was that? Wait, what? Sorry, you, you mentioned you wanted to get some food. What was that? Oh, it's a uh, it, it's a, a flatbread. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's it's like the Earth. It's it's flat <laughs> and it's bread. <laughs> I, also, I also think the Earth is made out of bread, just like the Moon is made out of cheese. We you are the what? perfect. I would. I think if someone thought the world was made out of bread, I'd be more okay with that. There's. You could argue with that, like you could potentially make the Earth bread. You know what I mean? Like if you made a bunch of wheat, if you covered all of the farmable land in wheat, technically, <laughs> or the, you could just disprove it very easily by going outside and be like, eat it. Uh, well, Look down and eat it. This person might not know what bread is and just start going to town on the earth. That's true. So where do they go from here, Dane? I mean, you got to decide if this is a deal breaker or not. Is it if it's a deal breaker, if you don't think that you can, like Nile said, day one is best behavior. This is this is her opening volley. If you don't think that there is crazier and crazier ideas lying under this sweet, beautiful face, mm-hmm. you're kidding yourself. So you need to decide what's more important important to you in a relationship. Uh, being able to date someone that you know, you know, might not 
think that putting microwave in a or metal in a microwave isn't actually dangerous and is really just a lie from big metal? <laughs> or do you want to date someone that, you know, understands that physics exists and science exists? Or do you want to or do you just want to date someone at, at all? Yeah, and like that's that's really like I can't make this call for you, my man, unfortunately. But I, I, I no, I'm going to make this call for you. Don't <laughs> don't do this. This is awful because as as stated, it's only going to get worse from here. Like date one, it's oh, the earth is flat. Day 10, it's take this horse medicine to strip your intestines and die. Like you you can't do this. You cannot date someone like this unless day two, you go to, you know, a fucking observatory the science center <laughs> yeah go to the science center and like you know if she's like oh my god wow maybe she just didn't know but if she's like oh look at this big big moon trying to get you <laughs> look at this sun-sized moon now it's funny because like the science center is an actual that's the name of a place here in ontario but i imagine the science center sounds like a made-up place to pretty much everyone who doesn't live in ontario it pretty much does yeah right because just be like oh just head on head on down to the science center but that is like an actual place where there is science and a really cool bat cave i once went and they were doing the thing and, and they had sonic there and that was cool but did you go to the bat cave though i don't know what you're talking about so there's a bat cave it, it is a cave to mimic where bats live and you get to crawl through it but wait you crawl through it then how does the car fit in there's also you like you can go there and you can touch that ball that makes your hair stand up. Well, she won't do it because big electricity is also a hoax. Yeah, she doesn't believe in electricity or static. Yeah, I say, it, this is, I, this I is say bad news. You cannot do this. Yes, because like that's some basic shit. The fact that it's coming out this early is a bad sign. The fact that it's there at all is a bad sign. And it's like, where does this end? You know what I mean? Like, if you, like, let's say this goes on and it's like you have kids or you're at a family thing. Like, do you really want someone getting in an argument at, like, fucking Christmas with your family because someone got the kid a globe? You know what I mean? One of your cousins <laughs> got a globe and she's like, whoa, that's like, you're going to lie to him? You know what I mean? Like, th there's just, even this is going to be an issue. You know, people are going to be like, wow, your girlfriend is an idiot. And like you said, like things like kids, like are is she going to fight you on vaccinations? Is she going to fight you on real medicine? Yeah. Or, hey, let's just like, you know, let's say that you have a long loving life and you guys get along great aside from your scientific differences. But then she gets sick and refuses treatment from modern medicine that could save her life. Are you really willing to watch the person you love die because she'd rather, you know, huff sage instead of go get chemo mm -hmm. or you get sick and she has like, you know, the fucking what's that thing where they're in charge of your decisions? Mind control. That's the one. No, where you're like the fucking like the executor of executor the executor like, of, of war. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're like, no, don't don't pull the plug because you won't even put the plug in because I've got some a big bag of sage here. I've got sage and I've got horse tranquilizers and together it's going to cure his dementia. Yeah. So I say no. There's like, yeah. I get it. You haven't had dates. It's hard to find someone, but you know what's worse? Finding someone who is going to make your life awful. Do yourself a favor and don't settle because you're not doing anybody a favor if you do. Yeah, this is like exactly what we talk about when we say when you're desperate, you start trying to put a round hole in a square or a square peg in a round hole. Mm -hmm. It's like... Yeah, you found someone, but you know right off the bat that it is that's not the fit you're looking for. Yeah. But like you could get it through. 
you know, with, with a hammer or a, enough, you know, force. Yeah, you, you she's, can she's trying to put there. The, like the long, flat, skinny rectangle through the sphere. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hit me with one. Okay. Um, this comes from Mr. Casual 112. Nude modeling for an artist, but she wants me erect. So I did some nude modeling for an old female friend who's an artist. I got paid and I like being naked, so win-win. She's messaged me again, asked me this time, she want, but she wants me to be erect. I said something about, how will I get turned on? And she said, I'll help. Is this strictly a professional thing? Or could this be something else? Last <laughs> time was fine, but I had a few comments this time. I don't know what that means. Wait, what? That's it? That's the end? That's it, yeah. It sounded like simply got corrupted and you just spewed out some words. Um, yeah, I would, yeah. I mean, you know what? Most professional relationships, unless you are in the porn industry, do not involve someone fluffing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. I, I think that's a that's a pretty pretty hard hard rule. <laughs> you get it. So I'm imagining there are ulterior motives at play. Also, it's like it's gonna be hard to stay erect for any extended amount of time unless you bring medicine into the equation i don't think that's advisable i mean let's face it the second like the first time was a booty call that he didn't get and she yeah, you took shied away from seriously <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like he he was like hell yeah getting paid to be a nude model and she was hoping he would have maybe you know made a move i think one of the key things was him saying that he really likes being naked i feel like there's real like you know like golden golden Labrador energy here, where she yeah. was probably like, "Oh hey, yeah, you cold? Like you want to warm up?" He's like, "No, I love being naked." She's like, "No, but like you know, I've got like some sheets over here and like you know body warmth." He's like, "No, man, like you don't get it. Like being naked is great. I love this." Yeah, and she was like, "Ah." So now she's trying ploy too, and I see that golden retriever energy again, where she literally says, "I'll help make you hard," and you're like, "Hmm, is this business? <laughs> Could it be?" Yeah, I mean, I think it is very obvious that, like, first attempt did not go the way she wanted. And now she's laying it on even thicker, being like, hey, I will get you hard. I want you erect, and I will do that for you. Yeah, that's like, there's nothing, again, unless you're in the pornographic industry, she will be manipulating your genitals to a point where you're aroused. And I don't think she will stop there. Yeah, I mean, this is, I think... I think we can ca confidently say that this is this is a, a, a booty call or this is a, a sexual encounter waiting to happen. Mm -hmm. And that is what she wants it to be. So if you don't want it to be, I would say be like, ah, no, thanks. Not super comfortable with that and move on. If no. you do want to maybe throw a couple more flirty lines in there to test the waters to see if it escalates. Just in case, I guess you, you pulled you stopped so quickly. Why? No, I thought I was going to say more, but I didn't. Wow, that was alarming. Um, now, the thing is, Dane, you're saying if you want. And you know what? I'm sick of doing what other people want. Let's do what we want. And what I want, personally, is for you to keep this going and maintain oblivion and, and see how much this escalates. <laughs> right? Like, I want you to go next time. And then the second you're hard, you go, okay, and you run away into position. And you're like, <laughs> and you pose. And, and just ignore it all and see what time three leads to. Will she just message? She'll just paint you a painting that says, please fuck me. Yeah. And we'll give it to you. Or, or the like, I think she does from the second time is her, you know, you railing her. Yeah. Yeah. And then ignore that too. I want to just see where this will go. Cause this is very amusing to me. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. 
I think we can all agree it's a booty call. She wants to bone down. If you want to bone down, bone down as well. Maybe what Dan was saying makes sense. We're test the waters a little bit more. I imagine if you test the waters even once, she'll be like, yeah, I'm going to rub your dick and you can explode on me or some shit. And then you'll be like, yeah, okay, this isn't <laughs> this isn't a business thing. But I guess there is always the tiniest chance that like, I don't know, maybe she's just a weirdo and she thinks it's appropriate. So test it a little bit if you're interested. And if you're not interested, just be like, oh, I don't feel like this is professional and or appropriate and uh, move on from there. Yeah. Right. You want one? Yeah. This is by Ice T, 1997. My 27-year-old, me, 27-year-old. Well, he's 27, she's 23. Sometimes <laughs> it's hard to read out these titles with that. My 27... <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend thinks I'm a serial killer and called the cops on me. Help. Whoa. She's been suspicious of me because I work late and I get home later than I'd like. She found my box of stuff in the attic and is now freaking out. It's a long story. But I started this hobby of printing random people off the internet. I'm a huge Big Brother fan and used it as a hypothetical game in my head. Yeah, it's weird, but legal. Anyway, there were some other items like jewelry and watches in there. I'm trying to tell her they're just stuff I got at a flea market. The jewelry is fake. And one of the watches was something I got in the cereal box as a kid. She doesn't believe me and called the cops. Luckily, the police don't have anything to keep me, and that still pissed me off. What am I supposed to do? Edit. Oh, for heaven's sake, you're turning the whole thing into one big joke. I had to talk to the cops because my girlfriend went crazy. Here's two rules for this post. One, this isn't funny. Two, I'm not a serial killer. Uh, sounds like something a serial killer would say, my man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. And guess what? If you weren't a serial killer, this would be funny. I'm so confused. So he printed just like random pictures of people off the internet? Hey, Dane, you think I'm less confused? Uh, like, what's the... And he was like, I'm going to make a game. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna head up into my attic and... Make a, I, make a game in my head on these... Because the thing is, right? Game in your head. Already fucking weird. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's a little strange. You don't need to print out pictures of people for that. No, no, not at all. You say this like all of this is normal. It is not. You know what I mean? And it's like at no point do you go, okay, I can understand where she's coming from. And then you didn't even say like I'm upset or I'm confused. It said it pissed me off. <laughs> That's serial killer behavior. Hey, hey, Deborah, you're really starting to piss me off. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine like the cops come talk to him? They don't have like any proof. He turns to you and he's just like, you've pissed me off. That's really pissed me off. Hey, today, what just happened? Really pissed me off. This yeah, isn't no. funny. I'm not a serial killer, but now I'm pissed off. Yeah, I wasn't a serial killer, mm -hmm. but now I'm pissed off. So we'll see. Let's see what happens, Deborah. Want to go to the attic? We'll play a game. Print you off. Put you in my box. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> I'll fucking 3D print you, bitch. I don't know. Also, like, I, despite what he's saying sounds lunacy, like just like a lunatic talking nonsense. I don't know if I went upstairs, like if I was rummaging around in my walk-in closet where I record this podcast and I open up a box and there's a picture of people. Well, no, saying it out loud. Yeah, no, I'd be very upset. So very I literally did this as a joke to one of my old roommates where we printed out a bunch of people and scratched out their eyes and left it in a like box hidden in his room in the top of his closet <laughs> like in our new creepy apartment and that freaked him out so like yeah like that's the thing there's like you find them you're like this is really strange and then 
you know, you're in my house, you find this. I turn to you, I'm like, oh, I like Big Brother. So I printed them out so I can make a game in my head. That's, yeah. that's a terrible excuse. Even if it's what happened, you should be aware that that does sound very much like an excuse. I don't know if, like, I don't know. I would still, I don't know if I'd call the cops. Like, that seems, so, like, I feel like we're missing, I feel like we're not being told the whole story. Because mm-hmm. I would be super unnerved, but I wouldn't, like, was there also, like, a bloody cloth? You know what I mean? And, like, a knife? Like, I would need more like i might be upset and be like hey you know what this isn't working out let's i'm gonna break up with you but for me to like jump right to oh you're a serial killer and i'm calling the cops because i think i have enough here to protect me from what i assume is to be your next victim yeah it's it's a big move so like is she is it warranted that she is very weirded out by this sure calling the cops though it's a big that's a big lunge So the thing that worries me is that you don't seem to understand how this could look strange at all. Yeah, especially as like, I mean, not that there is any problem with men wearing jewelry or men who want to collect jewelry. But like you mentioned that you have like a child's watch, like a kid, like a toy watch that you got from a a cereal box when you were a kid, (laughs) which presumably like isn't all that fashionable. Like it's probably very, very obviously. That's the proof. What do you he's, mean? he's gone through at least one serial. He's a serial killer. Oh, sorry. Continue. No, <laughs> um, but I mean, like, you know, you have a collection of like women's jewelry, pictures of strangers and like kids toys that put together in a box in your attic mm-hmm. is absolutely unnerving. You need to understand that this is a fucking terrifying thing to do. And that's that's the thing. If he was like, oh, fuck this, like. I totally understand why, like, she thinks this, and, you know, I, obviously, I'm trying to come back, blah, 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 but it's not, it's, she did this, at no point does he, do they say, you know, this is weird, and at no point do they say, like, oh, how do I help? They say, I'm pissed off, you know, it's, so it's like, step one, realize this is absolutely fucking bizarre, and her response may be a little over the top, but the fact that she did that should, one, indicate that, like, things are not all right in your relationship, um, I don't think my girlfriend would ever turn around and accuse me of being a serial killer and call the cops, even if they found something very bizarre. Yeah. And two, like, this is a person who is presumably scared of you currently. So, like, getting pissed off and not acknowledging that what you did is alarming is a gigantic red flag. So, you know, be have a little bit of humility. Realize that these things with no context and let's be fair with this bizarre excuse are all alarming. And don't be angry, but do, in fact, take the time to explain and work on things if you want. I mean, I think I will say in his defense, I think that you can be like if if Amanda found something that she didn't quite understand, I came home to the cops in my apartment being like, you know, question me. I think you have a little bit of a right to be upset. Like, I think you're allowed to be angry at, like, the accusation that your partner thinks you're a serial killer. But you need to also filter that through everything you just said of being like, you need to understand that this is a wild thing. So, I mean, like fact of the matter is I don't think you could date this person anymore from, no. from like your standpoint. Like she thinks you've killed more than once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. If, you, if she thought you killed once, you could get past it, but she thinks you've made a habit of it. Yeah. Um, so much so that she was convinced that she, she called the cops on you. If like, 
if this was her being like, if she found a picture of, I don't know, your ex-girlfriend or something in a box of your stuff and was convinced that you were cheating, I would say that's the end of the relationship because she doesn't trust you. And if you, and if someone doesn't trust you, like if she, if she was convinced that because she found like, you know, a, a bracelet and a picture of your ex in an old box in the attic, mm-hmm. and she was like, you're cheating on me. You're keeping her stuff. You still have feelings for her. And you're like, no, that's not the case. And she was adamant about it. Then it's like, okay, relationship over. But she thinks you've taken human lives. <laughs> now, I wonder, is this a bizarre form of like punishment for him staying late at work? <laughs> either like, way you have to end this relationship if that's yeah i feel like you have to move on and in the future don't keep what looks like props from the set of you just chilling in the hidden part of your home you hey, know there's you can like if you want to devise a fucking like weird reality game <laughs> show do it in google Docs, so at least it looks like you're like preparing a pitch you know what I mean? Like, like just go on to Shutterstock or whatever that page. Like, grab stock images of people, not people that you know, not people off Twitter or Instagram or, like, your Facebook or whatever. Just mm-hmm. grab, like, just type in, like, man, and grab the pictures that come up off Google Image Search and do, like, a mock-up of your game. Because then if you're like, oh, no, this is a reality show that, like, I've had in my head and I want to plan out and, like, maybe I'll pitch it one day. Hey, you know what? I'm giving you permission to use Dane's photo. If you, hey, if you want me to, <laughs> I will happily host your crazy serial killer Big Brother game. I mean, the fact that it's Big Brother too, a game about spying on people, <laughs> like that's also very alarming. Like he's not saying, well, Survivor would be any better, I don't think. Yeah, oh, like probably worse. So yeah, I think take a step back, realize that, yeah, they, they have overshot slightly unless there's more context we're missing. But at the same time, what you left lying around in your attic was very creepy. So they have some form of leg to stand on. The in-between is a disconnect that I think is too great to continue to date with because as Dane has stated, she thinks you murder people on the regular. So I guess get a new relationship, uh, stop killing, and don't leave creepy things lying around that, as I said, look like they're straight out of a movie set. Especially not in your attic. Yeah, Everything's worse in your attic. Like you could put... If I put my, like, you know, I, I still have my high school yearbooks. If I put those and, like, a couple of my baby albums, like, photo albums in the attic, completely harmless, but far scarier up there. <laughs> it's true. It's just, like, sprinkling a little scary salt on it. Yeah. Yeah, the attic is, is scary seasoning. It's true. <laughs> All right, hit me. This is from... Oh boy, I don't know how to say this one. Hyacinth five, Hyacinth five, Hyacinth like the flower. Maybe this is from a female eighteen year old. My tits turn me off. It causes a few problems during sex because, well, being small, they're so sensitive, and I would love it if my partners gave them more attention. But it always feels silly to request it. I currently only have one regular partner, and not to complain, but he can't keep his hands off my ass. Even during non-sexual cuddles, he'll rub and pinch it like it's a stress ball. I told him about my insecurity, and as expected, he's an ass man who gives zero fucks about tits, regardless of size. He does give them more attention now that I mentioned it pleasures me, but it kind of bothered me to know that my tits don't turn him on at all. I could walk around shirtless and he'd still only focus on my thighs and ass. I get that my body type just naturally makes men want to ignore the top, but I'm so jealous of women who get attention on both parts. Their whole body is sexual and desirable, but I have a bad part and a good part. 
I can't show off cleavage. I have none. I can't tease anyone with my tits. I hooked up with a different guy last week. He was overall so violent and rude. But while he didn't say anything negative about my boobs, he insulted my tall height, though. I asked him to suck on them, and he did for three seconds before moving on. Later, he told me about his hot flatmate with better tits. Great. Anyway, I also hooked up with a third guy at this point. I cringed every time he tried to see see or touch my tits. I kept my push-up bra on the whole time, and I can't be turned on while exposing my tits. I never find guys who prefer them, just guys who are completely indifferent. So what am I supposed to do to feel better about them? These are my only in real life hookups, but on the internet, it's also always the raging ass men who come into my DMs, so I've stopped hoping. Well, let's be fair. There is no bad part. Small titties are still great, so let's get that out of the way. Um, Just that's incorrect. I'm sorry. Um, And I think you've been cursed with a great butt. Yeah, I mean, in a way, that's one thing. Obviously, let's we could talk about how half the people that you've talked about are complete douchebags, like being like, oh, I'm insulting your height and... You know, my roommate has better tits. That person needs to fucking go get himself better because that's a shit thing to say and a shit thing to be. That person yeah. sucks. And to be fair, like, that's the only dude who really sounds like he's a dick. Like, yeah, like the one guy never said he didn't like them. He was just like more into one body part, which like, you know, people have things they like. And on top of that, you communicated to him and he seems to have taken it on board. So that seems good. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the thing is. If you, like if your partner is a specifically a butt guy and he really likes your butt and you're like, hey, I would like more attention for my boobs. And he's like, OK, and then does it. It's not that they don't turn him on. It's that like, you know, he didn't realize that that was something you needed. You communicated it to it. And now he's providing that service for you. Mm-hmm. So like, like for all, you know, he was with someone whose like breasts were way too sensitive. You know what I mean? Or didn't like nipple play or. You know, like you kind of learn based on your your partners. It's like I've definitely been with people who are like, ah, don't touch them. They're too sensitive or like, ah, not now. You know, and other people are like, just go to town. And it's like you kind of get conditioned one way or the other. So it's like for all, you know, the last partner he was with just didn't want him touching his her tits. So he didn't. And that's kind of not in his wheelhouse anymore. And also maybe your insecurity is very obvious Mm -hmm. and he didn't want to sort of highlight that you know what i mean like if if you are very obviously insecure about your breasts i don't know if i would have paid a whole lot you know what i mean like if i was with a partner who seemed very insecure about her breasts i don't know if i would be like give me those titties because i would feel like that would just make you more insecure Mm -hmm. also like depending on how you express it he could be reading like displeasure when you like show attention when he shows attention to them or sees them or when you unveil them you know what i mean like these are all things people pick up on, especially attentive partners, right? So it's like maybe he's misconstruing what he's picking up on, but it's like if there's discomfort or uncomfortableness or, you know, revulsion or sadness or insecurity or anything based on when they're in play, maybe he's just steering clear for your sake. And I will also remind you that you did say for the third guy, you said, um, I cringed every time he tried to see or touch my tits. Yeah, that's training him not to see or touch your tits. Yeah, it, it, like if this is how you are with all your partners, you can't then be upset that your partners aren't paying attention to your boobs because you're you're actively like non-verbally telling them not to. Yeah. I think it's probably the same way that women get when they try to like do anything to my nipples. I <laughs> think they could probably physically feel me, you know, shrivel up and hate it. That like <laughs> nine times out of ten, they don't, they're like, okay, 
moving on. Yeah. So, like, you know, and this is not a, a blame game. Like, we're not saying, no. like, it's your fault or, like, you're in the wrong or blah, blah, blah. We're trying to explain where these things might be coming from, you know? And it's easier said than done to get over an insecurity like that. But you have to recognize what you're doing and because like it's a vicious cycle. If you're insecure and they pick up on the insecurity and don't do it, that makes your insecurity worse. So you're more insecure. So they're more likely to pick up on that and not. And that cycle continues until you wear your pusher bra all through sex and won't let them take it off. Yeah. Um, so like, and firstly, there is nothing wrong with small tits at nope. all. I've seen some very small tits and they were fucking spectacular. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's nothing wrong with that. So get that thought out of your head. Two, some people are just straight up fucking assholes. That guy you slept with was a straight up asshole. Try not to take that to heart. I know, again, easier said than done, but like, don't let the dicks win. Three, it starts with you. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not comfortable with them, you're going to express that to other people and they're going to like, you know, be hesitant or wary or avoid them. So like, try to accept yourself and like, four, be communicative. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's one of the most important parts of any relationship. If you want someone to touch your breasts and play with them and whatever, tell them. You know what I mean? I don't think any guy is going to hear that, or most guys will not hear that and be, like, upset. They will be like, oh, hell yeah. People like being told to do things, especially if it's, one, something you like, and two, to do with titties. You know? And you were kind of upset. One of them, like, only sucked them for, like, three seconds. I feel like a lot of people get very overwhelmed during sex. That was, like, that was the asshole, too. Yeah, true. He was also an asshole. But it's like sometimes you do a thing and it feels like you did it for longer in your head and then you've moved on because there's just so much hot body to get through. To add on to the communicative part, like don't be afraid to mention that that they're a source of insecurity for you. You know what I mean? Like there's no harm in in bringing that up, especially with partners you're a little more regular with, like with your your regular, your, you know, fuck buddy situation. There's no harm in being like, hey, so when I asked you to, you know, uh, you know, pay a little bit more attention to my tits. Just so you know, it's like I am a little insecure and that's why I might have been a little shy or, or timid about them. But like I, I really do enjoy, uh, you know, nipple play or having them kissed or sucked or whatever you're into. And then they will also have that to inform what they do going forward. If you're just like, hey, I want you to play with my tits a little more. He's like, all right, yeah, sure. But like you're leaving out crucial information that can inform them on how to handle you emotionally and physically. So like give, give people a little bit more credit and be mm -hmm. a little, be willing to be a little bit more vulnerable with people because like we've said, you, you can't be so repulsed by your own body and then expect other people not to pick up on that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just a, it's a, it's like a symbiotic relationship of being like, if you don't want, to show people your boobs, people are going to realize that. And they're going to be like, okay, this is a stake. I'm going to stay away from this because she seems very uncomfortable with this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not, I'm not going to play around up there. Cause I don't want to make her uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And like, as Dane said, it's like, if you don't explain this to someone, you saying like, Hey, can you pay a bit more attention to my tits in your head? It's almost like you've done your job and you've communicated, but like, then when they only spend a little bit of time on them and move on, you're almost more upset. But it's like you haven't told them, hey, this is a source of, you know, insecurity and this is blah, blah, blah. And this is, so it's like they're reacting with the minimal kind of input that you've given them. But you're almost taking like results for as if you'd said the whole thing to them, if that makes any sense. 
It's like they don't have the full stories. You can't expect them to then change their behaviors entirely and like satisfy that insecurity because they don't know about it. Yeah. So be honest, be, you know, obviously it's easier said than done with a brand new partner. But as Dane said, like a long term fuck buddy who seems nice, that's a perfect time to start. Even in the like, you don't have to be super expressive, like during sex. But like when you're first hooking up with someone, if if it's getting hot and heavy and you look a dude straight in the eyes and you're just like, I want you to like, you know, do whatever you want him to do. Like, I want you to suck my tits. I want you to play with my tits and and say so in sort of a like firm but hot manner, like Nal said, I don't think any dude is going to be like, nah. And let's be fair. It's hard to say. I want you to suck my tits in a non hot manner. Yeah. Like the second, even if there's something that I'm not particularly into, or if there's, you know, something I didn't really think about the second a woman is confident enough to be like, Hey, I want you to do this. You'd better fucking believe I'm going to do it. As long as I'm comfortable with it. Of course. Like I'm not going to, you know, shirk my own personal anything. But like the second there's, there's a request on the table because I'm like, Oh cool. This is probably going to be very good sex Mm -hmm. because she's just asked for something. That means like, she's cool. If I ask for something and throughout sex, we can just be like, let's do this. I want you to do this. And like, Mm -hmm. that's how good sex happens. When everyone is just throwing what they want on the table and you are able to do those things instead of guessing. That's that's exactly what I was going to say. It takes the guesswork out. It's like, cool. This is like, even if it's a minute, it's like, this is a minute of me doing something they want. Like there is no, oh, do they enjoy this? Oh shit. It's like, cool. Boom. You've just taken that. I'm less in my own head about this. I'm living in the moment. You're enjoying it, presumably, because this is what you wanted. Everything's great. And just to add to that, when they do it, don't be afraid to be like, that feels great. You know, give them positive fucking feedback. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Oh, that feels amazing. Oh, I love it when you do that. Because if you just clam up and they do it, they might be like, oh, did I do it wrong? Yeah. Or like, or, oh, she doesn't want this, you know. If you are into something more specific, like say you like your nipples bitten or sucked very hard. Don't be afraid to tell them, you know, to keep guiding them. As long as yeah. you're not like, don't be sort of like. Like, no, not like that. Like, not, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Instead of being like, oh, no, harder. You fucking yes. idiot. I'm going to yeah. print out your picture next. Give me your jewelry. God, you're going in my attics. <laughs> you're really pissing me off right now. Oh, you're pissing me off so much. Call the cops. I fucking dare you. But yeah, I feel like that just about does it. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard. It's obviously not easy to get over your own insecurities, but like, it's good that you recognize them and it's good that you, you know, hopefully will try some of those things and hopefully they'll work. Yeah, good luck. There's always going to be dicks out there, so try not to let that, you know, ruin your progress because some people just suck. And don't compare yourself to other women. No, also, you don't need cleavage to be sexy with smaller breasts. Like, have you ever seen somebody wear a tight t-shirt with no bra with smaller boobs? Oh, my God. Or any boobs. Like, you're good. There's a range of things you can do. Yeah, like, I get it. I understand why you feel this way. Oh, yeah, like, it hammers it, you know all the time i get it but doesn't mean it's right doesn't but mean it's there's true. yeah you you don't need big boobs to be sexy and that's not to say that you having big boobs isn't you know what i mean like no. body positivity is about a, a like accepting and acknowledging the fact that like everyone has the the capability of being sexy and that is a universal truth like it doesn't matter what you look like it doesn't matter what your body is it doesn't matter you know how tall you are or what Mm -hmm. you weigh like you have the ability to be sexy yep 
And you're probably a lot sexier than you realize you are as well. 100%. There is someone out there that fucking cannot stop thinking about you. I promise you. And they might even be touching it. (laughs) (laughs) They might even have a picture of you in their box in the attic. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully you're still alive. Um, (laughs) Hmm. Okay. How would you react? This is by Lovelorn Lusties. Long story short, I, 22-year-old female, went out with a really nice guy I've known for about a year who's a colleague slash classmate. Dinner date was good, and afterwards he walked me to my car and suddenly just started kissing me against it. The making out was a lot more intense than I thought it would have been, but it was good. Only, then he sort of like bent his leg. I guess to give me leverage, because I'm a lot shorter, so my back was pressed up against the car, with his thigh between my legs a little, and pressing me backwards. I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me, but I really liked that. He could tell I really liked it, so he kept bouncing his leg up against me. I was like, nice. I was happy. He was happy, all good. But then out of nowhere, I literally fucking come. Like, what the fuck? In public, fully clothed, on his fucking leg, in the middle of the street. Seriously, thank God it was late and dark and no one was there. The stupidest, most embarrassing thing that could have possibly happened. I don't even know how he reacted, because afterwards I couldn't look him in the face. I just wanted to die. I left. I don't know what to do. I'm mortified. He takes it afterwards, saying he had a nice dinner and hopes I made it home okay, and I haven't responded. I have class with him later this week, and I'm seriously thinking about switching sections. He did nothing wrong. A fucking course, but I want to die of embarrassment. What do you even say? Hey, sorry for coming on your leg like a fucking poodle the other night. Let's grab drinks. Yeah. That would be a fucking great message. That I would love that. That would be incredible. Also, like, I'll let you go first, because... I would like to yelling. know... I assume she means she squirted? I don't know. Because, because like, there's, I, there's I think no... There's mention of a mess being made i think those are those are two things that like if you just if you just had like a clitoral orgasm okay if you squirt it i can understand your embarrassment a little more because like now there's a mess involved but let me tell you either way it doesn't matter i don't care if that happened to me i would have i don't know if i would have let you just wander off i think i would have been like hey do you want to go back to my place like right fucking now that's the thing. This is hot as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's funny because if this was like a guy saying this, I think it would be a different story because I think socially, if a guy just kind of came like that, it would be embarrassing. Or at least there's a lot of possibility for the girl to have taken it wrong. And like, there's a lot of ways you're socialized. So like coming early and all these things are like things that are a giant source of like, you know, terror for men. Yeah, the the come in your jeans oh, yeah. sort of uh, idea is 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 a terrifying idea and like one that's ridiculed quite a bit. So yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But like, I don't think the the opposite is is true, right? It's like guys are the opposite. It's like like making a girl come is is difficult for a lot of men, or a girl coming it themselves is like unfortunately a lot more rare. Like the pleasure gap is real, and the fact that you came, he's not gonna be like, oh, what a weirdo. It's gonna be hot as fuck. He probably felt like the biggest hero. You know what I mean? He's like, damn, I made a girl come with just my leg. Like, yeah, he felt great. You know, probably until you were being strange and, and ran away, at which point he probably felt terrible. And hey, depending on like how subtle you are, he might he might have just thought you really enjoyed it and didn't know that you actually came. Yeah. So, so I've been like, looking through all her responses and I have not found anything about like squirting or like making a mess. Yeah, so I mean, like, one, there is a chance that he thought you just really enjoyed yourself. Uh, there is a chance, again, like, unless you are are very, very obvious. But hey, like, I can't imagine, like, if this, I'm thinking, I'm putting myself in this guy's position. 
if that happened, I would be so fucking turned on and I would be so like, so ready to get my hands on you again. Yeah, like it's 100%. such a, it's such a like visceral and primal and like, like your, your guys's chemistry, like it's so strong, your sexual energy. I, and like, you seem to have a great time on the date as well. I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to pursue this. To, to be with someone that you like you're that turned on by and have that kind of sexual chemistry with and actually like why would you throw that away this is this is the opposite of the flat earther you know what I mean like you have literally every green flag here you seem to have a great time you have the sexual chemistry he can make you come with his leg like mm-hmm. what what don't you want to pursue here and he messaged you and was like I had a great time so it's like one, he's clearly not embarrassed or upset. No. You know what I mean? He could just not message you or been like, that was weird, or you know, anything like that. If it was, you know, bad, and it wasn't. So go for it. Like, I don't even know if you need to mention the coming thing, or you no. could just be like, I had a really good time the other night, wink face. Like yeah. boom. That's great. He's gonna be like, okay, that was very fun. Or you know what I mean? Be like, hey, that like making out we did, we should do that again, but maybe at my place. Or maybe at your place, you know, because yeah, I don't I, think you'll be embarrassed if you're coming in your own room. No, it's it get over. I don't know what it is. And I think it is a, a socialization thing of like, you know, women should be ashamed of their sexual nature and all that kind of like fucking mm-hmm. throw that out. What you did was incredible. What you did was awesome. You guys seem to get along well. Just just fucking get over this. Get over this embarrassment because you don't have anything to be embarrassed about. Move on. Uh, go, go on a second date with this guy and and have the greatest sex that you guys can possibly have and hey if he's not great in bed just fucking ride his knee again like <laughs> whatever yeah you got this that's gonna be incredible this yeah. comes from reddit user matatula guy i hooked up with masturbated to finish after we had sex hey y'all i hooked up with this guy and i, and I thought things were going well but he didn't come we used protection so i thought he'd just finish inside of me but it took a long time and it didn't seem to happen Felt like he wanted to, but didn't manage. So I just laid on the bed after a while because I was getting sore, and we started making out, and he masturbated and came while kissing me. Now, in a way, it was hot. But at the same time, I wonder if there was something about me slash the way I felt that wasn't good enough to get him off. I don't want to spiral into some insecurities, so I'd really appreciate some input or ideas about what might have been the reason and what I could do differently next time, if it's even up to me to do something. Uh, yeah, like, I completely understand why you feel bad about this. It's like, I, I don't think anybody feels good when they, you know, everyone wants to be as good as they can be for their partner and them not finishing. You can obviously reflect that back on yourself. Oftentimes, there's nothing to do with you. Um, I would love to know if you guys have been drinking. I would love to know if your apartment was hot as fuck. <laughs> I would love to know if maybe you were too wet. I would love to know if he was very nervous. Uh, or if he used your condoms and they were slightly smaller than what he's used to. Yeah, I, I do want to just... Now, Niles said too wet. He doesn't mean that, like, there's a problem with that. It's just sometimes if you are very wet, uh, the friction is reduced, and therefore yeah. you last a little longer. Oh, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that, but, like, it, it can be factored in because, like, you know, more friction, or less friction yeah. means, like, you know, less you feel, especially with a condom, you know. All these things, obviously not an issue, but it is just something to consider because like, you know, and and like already we have so many options and there's not much you can do about some of them, you know, but like nerves are a real thing, especially the first time you hook up with people. Um, I know some people it goes 
one way and they finish very soon. I know some people it goes the other way and they cannot finish. So yeah, you really like maybe it's also very possible that he jerked it earlier, hoping to last longer with you and a bit him in the butt because that can happen. Yeah, I mean, like there's any number of things. It's like maybe like, you know, just just couldn't do it. Like, like sometimes that just happens. And like now said, there are any number of reasons is why it couldn't. And sometimes it just doesn't. And, you know, sucks. But I think what you need to focus on here is that it wasn't a lack of attraction or arousal because he came while he was kissing you. Yeah. Right. It's not like he snuck off into the bathroom to rub one out. Like, I feel like you would have more. Now, the thing is, did he bend you over, put a pillow on your back weirdly (laughs) and then kiss you from there? And you could hear the muffled sounds of porn, because in that case, (laughs) yeah, this is a throwback to last week. If you're a new listener. But yeah, it's like if he if he snuck off and you caught him masturbating like while you were asleep or in the bathroom, I would understand a little bit more of like an insecurity or Mm -hmm. and that might still be you know harmless you know he could have just been embarrassed to to do that i appreciate that he had the confidence to like finish himself off you know which to get to that like that also isn't a slight on you it's like it's his dick it's his hand he's done this for years he knows every you know facet of how fast you go and whatever so like don't think that that's a slight either you know what i mean that like oh he could finish with his hand of course he could he knows exactly what to do yeah ladies i'm gonna say right here you will never be more efficient than a man's hand you can be better yeah I, i'm not saying i'm not saying that like we don't prefer it i'm not saying that you can't finish a man immediately but like in terms of knowing exactly what to do with our own dicks like we're the kings of it because yeah, it, as everyone we is, spend you know? most of our fucking lives doing like i presume you're the king of your clit because like you know you can read your own mind so if you're going to you know hard you can ease off or vice versa as opposed to having to speak to someone and hope they ease off enough or blah blah you know what i mean it's like you you know what you're doing that's fine so don't take that to heart um now things you can do the most important thing i think you can do is be chill mm-hmm. because if it is a nerves thing or even if it isn't if you are like not chill about it then it will either one get worse or two become a nerves thing in part um so like don't be weird don't be upset don't make them feel bad don't feel bad yourself just you know realize it can happen it's not a big deal and the surefire way to make it worse is by making it into a capital t thing also like there's no harm in like letting him know that it was hot like you you admitted that you found it hot Mm -hmm. if if that sort of thing is hot incorporate into your sex life why not like we need to sort of get rid of the stigma of a lot of people find that like masturbating or manually stimulating yourself during sex is like a slight that you're not doing good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's not true. I fucking love it when my partner, it like plays with themselves. Like there's nothing oh, yeah. hotter than like, if you're fucking someone missionary and they're also playing with their clit, like that, that, that to me is not like, Oh, I'm not doing my job. I'm not being, you know, I'm not pleasuring her enough. I'm like, no, oh, that's she's teamwork. She's so fucking into it that she's going to town. Like that, like, uh, it's great it's great so like we need to I, I would like to make take an opportunity with this question be like if for whatever reason you guys don't manage to get one another off during sex you have other options it's not a failed sexual experience if she needs to you know grab a toy and finish herself off let her do that mm-hmm. help her play you know play with her tits make out with her while she does it like this is 
there's no reason to get all fucking weird to be like, well, my dick didn't do it, so I'm not mm. good enough. No, fuck it. Like, this is a team sport where two people who have wildly different needs at any point in time, given like a thousand different variables all playing at the same point, mm-hmm. like the likelihood that one day you might not be able to make your partner come is a, a, almost a statistical guarantee. But what you can guarantee is that you're not going to get fucking weird about it when they either do what they need to do to come or mm-hmm. ask you to participate in what they need to do to come. hundred percent. And that's the thing. It's like when, when, when everyone's come that, it's the job done. That's job well, job well done. Maybe not job done. Who knows? Maybe there's more in the tank. But like, that's it. You've done it. Like that should be the most important thing that everyone's going home happy, All right? So I would say maybe you could join in when he's jerking it after if this happens again. You know what I mean? Maybe offer a blowjob. Maybe you could be the hand, or maybe you can just like grab his balls while you're doing it or something. But again, you can ask. Or right? hey, play with yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think if if I was making it with someone and I was jerking off and then all of a sudden I noticed they were playing with themselves, I think that would kick it up to, like, 11 for me. 100%. So there's, there's so many things you can do. Talk about it. Tell them you thought it was hot. Don't be afraid to incorporate this into... Because, like, again, if it is a nerve thing, if he is going to get hung up in his head about being like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't finish. Da, 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 knowing that now, like, this is a safe option. That yeah. like that this can be a fun thing that both of you guys can participate in. That it's not like I didn't come, I failed. Mm-hmm. It's it, that's one going to relieve the stress, and and if it is a nerve thing, probably relieve some of that. Yeah, and make it more likely he like ironically being able to come after will probably make him more able to come in the moment. And at the same time, it's like you've you've done something to ensure the pleasure of your partner, which at the end of the day is what sex is all about. It's all about making sure that like everyone is safe. Everyone is feeling good. Everyone. And like, if possible, everyone comes like, if you can make, if you can do all those things, you've had a great sexual experience. Mm -hmm. So why wouldn't you take the steps that you seem to be aroused by and okay with add it in, throw it into your mix. Now it's part of your repertoire. And now it's one less thing to worry about. It's funny. I kind of get the impression that they feel like they shouldn't find it hot. You can find it hot. That's fine. And 100% let them know because that itself will like ease kind of like the burden because they they might feel weird about it. They might be like, oh, I didn't come and I just jerked it while we were kissing. Like, I feel like a failure. There's probably a question on Reddit saying exactly that. So Mm -hmm. let them know it's hot. Take the pressure off. Let them know you're chill and just fucking do it again. And what comes comes literally, literally. All right, let's move into some Tinders, I think. Let's do it. At the end of the show, we like to peruse online dating platforms like Tinder, Hinge, and Bumble and review dating profiles in an effort to make your online dating experience a little more enjoyable. Are you ready for Luna? Yes. I'm like a mosquito, except I don't stop sucking when you smack me. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty good, Luna. I like that. I'm going to give that a 10. 10? It's sexy. Yeah. It's funny. This is ah uh, fuck. I don't have her name. That's fine. Um, but this is a. I think it's from OkCupid okay actually, and this is similar to Hinge and Bumble, where it has prompts. And theirs is my favorite conspiracy theory. All capitals. Birds aren't real. <laughs> to be fair, that is the best conspiracy theory. So, yeah, a seven out of ten for me. Hell yeah, because I'm worried they do believe it. <laughs> just a little worse. Um, this is Madison. 
Went to a costume party dressed as an egg, hooked up with a guy dressed as a chicken. I can tell you the answer to the question was written all over my tits that night. Ah, I love it. That's very good. That's very, very good. I'll give you that another 10. I'm giving it an 8, but it's still good. Um, This is Ally, or Ally. I can't tell. <laughs> it's spelled like Ally. Okay. Um, I assume it's Ally. <laughs> it's probably Ally, yeah. Uh, They say, hit me up if you're trying to argue. Oh, God. Zero? <laughs> yeah. Because I assume they mean it. No, I don't know. It's a zero for me. Uh, this is le- what, what's your what's your fucking rating? Yeah, it's also a. I mean, I'm gonna give it a three because it made me laugh. Okay, I assume they're not. I don't know. I I can't help but feel like there's some grains of truth to that. Uh, this is Linnea. This is a hinge prompt. So it's together we could be friends, lovers, foes, or many things in between. As long as it's communicated, I'm happy with several different dynamics. Damn, she's just looking for enemies. That's the weird thing. It's like. Okay, she likes communication. That's cool. She's happy with several different dynamics. That's cool. Foes, though? Yeah. Yeah, you really, you're really looking for an enemy? And, like, foe... Enemy and foe, I think, are two very different things. Foe sounds like an old-timey, like, you might duel with them, or it's like a recurring thing where, like, every now and then they come to foil your plans. Mm-hmm. Like the um, Joker and Batman. Yeah. I mean, hey, it's not bad. Like, you know... Having someone who's always put challenging you? Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to give it a six. I think I'm going to give it a... F- I feel like they don't know what they're looking for, but I like the communication. You know what I mean? They seem to like communication, so... <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to give it a five because... Uh, meh. Meh. It's a pretty, like, meh answer regardless. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if I did this. I don't think I did. Um, This is Taija. I'm going on a date tomorrow. So either you ask me out or someone else will, bilingual, and now a brunette. When a white boy eats my ass, I like to close my eyes and focus on the triumphant cries of my ancestors cheering me on. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Since I usually date girls, my guy friends gave me relationship advice and said, men have two main emotions, hungry and horny. If you're my man and don't have an erection, I'll make you a sandwich. I really like everything apart from the start, where it's like, I'm going on a date tomorrow, so like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Kind of weirdly, like, like trying to make you jealous almost. I don't know. It seems weirdly contentious to start off. With. Everything else is really fucking funny, though. Yeah, it's very funny. I so, kind of like I, I like the energy of the start of being like, hey, like, I'm out here doing my thing. But I yeah. agree. I agree. Like, it's the right energy, the wrong phrasing, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Either way, I think it's a nine. Yeah. I Yeah. I'm giving it a nine as well. It was very funny. I snorted. It's one of the few that actually made me laugh instead of just being like, oh, yeah, this is funny. I yeah, it's a funny thing. Um, this is Alex. Working on my splits and doing a bunch of V-ups and snorting protein powder. You know, basic gym bro stuff. And Alex is a girl. <laughs> okay. Um, I, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's funny. I'm going to give it a five because, like, it doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I think it's like it gives me a good sense that she's, like, humorous and probably does go to the gym. So I'm going to give like a seven, but like it's kind of like funny without any personality in a sense. It's like you made a a gym joke. That's cool. What about you, though? This is a hinge. I want someone who is loyal and respectful when in power. Huh. Loyal and respectful when in power. I don't really know what that means. Me neither. 
you know, is it like if you become prime minister, you're going to be loyal and respectful? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is it a dumb you... sub thing? Like, is it just like in a situation where like, you know, let's say you're at a restaurant, like you kind of have a bit of power over the server. And it's like, if you're loyal to that server and respectful, I'm going to like you. Hey, I'm on board with that. You know, like maybe it's it's just like a weird way of saying like people who don't look down on others when they're in a more advantageous position. You know what I mean? Hey, as as a concept, I totally agree. I think that if, if people in power should be loyal and respectful. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. On a dating profile, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, it's a two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, conceptually a ten. Uh, functionally, three. I've reread this so many times since last week, and I'm just like, what does it mean? Uh, and then finally, we have Carolyn. My choice of drink tends to be bourbon, getting out of the city whenever I can. Yes, I'm very much a girly girl who enjoys making up and heels, but I also have a growing collection of knives, have my gun license, and not afraid of mud. Also a huge fan of cooking and absolutely can out-eat you. Okay. It's... I don't understand the dichotomy of, like, I'm a girl girl, but also I have guns and knives. <laughs> you can be a girly girl and have guns and knives. That's well, cool. that's what I'm saying. It's like I was like uh, the weird sort of like split of being like this is one side of me, but also here's this other side of me, and like I don't know, I don't ever want to know that you have that you have ready access to dangerous objects. <laughs> you yeah. know, what I mean? like like that that as a, a a thing to sell yourself to me of being like, hey, I have multiple instruments of murder just at my disposal. Seems like yeah. a weird thing to, to to broadcast on a dating profile. I like that they give us a bit about them. I worry that the, like, I'm a girl, but I also like these things. Like, it could well just be that they're, you know, working off society. Because a lot of the times, like, societally, those things are not put together. So it's like, you know, if she's just kind of pointing that out to people who would have those views, sure. I worry that she has those views. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, she very much would be entrenched in those it's unclear but like realistically all we know is that she likes makeup and heels which i'm sorry is quite a boring fact um and then also has weapons and gets drunk it's like hmm (laughs) hmm it's a recipe for for success it's a six for me i'm gonna give it a four i'm a soft boy i don't want i don't want to be hurt that's fair as a girl who pulled oh we just got one sent in in real time should we do it yeah yeah let's do it all right. I'm, I've never read it, so here we go. This is Joel, follower of Christ, proud of my Frenchy accent, looking for a Christian man who shares similar faith and values as well as has a great sense of humor. My faith is very important to me. Sundays, church, brunch, hike. Do you think she likes Christ? Now, here's the thing. Obviously not a thing for me. I'm not a religious person, but I don't think there's anything really red flaggy in there. You know what I mean? Like, I think there was nothing there that was like, you know, oh, if you, I don't want someone who will burn in hell if they don't believe. I think it's very clear that, like, they have their religious views, which can be problematic in its own right. But I think for for a profile in terms of red flags, I'm not seeing a whole lot. I'm sorry. Anyone who says follower of Christ, that's a red flag to me. (laughs) Okay. Just say Christian or fucking whatever you are. You know what I mean? Follower of Christ is very culty fair right like you know if she was just like christian looking for whatever a man who shares similar values and all that i wouldn't love all the church stuff but i do appreciate that they're laying it out you know what i mean yeah honestly it's the follower of christ bit that's that's the only red flag for me 
I wouldn't swipe personally. That's the thing. It's like personally, this is not the person for me. I I am not this person. I'm sorry. Sundays, I'm not going to church. I close Saturday night. I'm not getting home <laughs> until four a.m. Absolutely fucking not. So mm-hmm. like obviously, this is this profile is not for me. But I think for someone else out there, this is a decent profile. So well, I I'm gonna say it's a seven. So back home, as a man who grew up going to church every Sunday, church brunch and a hike. That that's I could do that. You know what I mean? Maybe not these days. I don't necessarily want to, but it's not the worst morning. So, yeah, tell you, what, you you tell me what restaurant we're meeting at. I'll meet you there. <laughs> well, I'm sleeping here. I'm sorry. Again, I close Saturday night. I'm not fucking going to church. It's going to be a six point five. OK, there you go. Uh, that's our show, friends. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Thank you. I know we have a few listeners this week. A few new listeners, at least. Um, welcome. Thank you for checking us out. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with your friends uh, or tweeting it out or, you know, posting a link somewhere that maybe your boss won't see you listening to a show called Fuck Buddies. We get it. Also, if you'd like to support the show in other ways, one, if you have a question, you can have fbuddiespodcast.com. Check out the contact form and send us in a question. You can choose your own agent name or we can do it for you. Or if you'd like to show even more support, you can hit up our Patreon, which you can find on fbuddiespodcast.com as well. Link right there. And uh, show show a little bit of love monetarily to help uh, keep the show going, keep the lights on, keep us sounding clean and crisp. And we will love you forever. Not that we don't already, but, you know, we'll love you a little bit more if you give us money. Uh, shout out to the Philippines, because we are number eight in the charts over there as we speak. So, hey, Philippines, you, you guys you always, always got fucking back. come true. Um, love it. And thank you to Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. Is it as good as number eight in the charts? Maybe. But he's there for us every week, too. He is. <laughs> uh, but seriously, guys, thank you. And to all the patrons as well, specifically, I thank you to you guys as well, because... That means the world keeps the show going. So thank you, thank you, thank you. You ready? Yep. For a little bad sex writing? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a, I guess, like a help book. It's probably, it's like a pickup artist book, I think. Beautiful. It's David, David Data, The Way of the Superior Man. Oh. And this is chapter 16, Women Are Not Liars. Keeping your word is a masculine trait in men or women. A person with a feminine essence may not keep her word. Yet it's not exactly lying. In the feminine reality, words and facts take second place to emotions and the shifting moods of relationship. When she says, I hate you, or I'll never move to Texas, or I don't want to go to the movies, it's often more of a transient feeling wave than a well-considered stance with respect to events and experience. On the other hand, the masculine means what it says. A man's word is his honor. The feminine says what it feels. A woman's word is her true expression in the moment. Nothing says rape apologist like yep. that whole bullshit imagine Jesus. being in a relationship and you're like i don't want to move to texas and he's like okay <laughs> all <laughs> right honey oh you're so feminine <laughs> i what get the it fuck? that's also such a specific like i love how his two first fucking quotes are when she says i hate you and i'll never move to texas like yeah. this almost reads like a parody hey david just- data did someone break up with you because they didn't want to move to Texas? It's like, hey, baby, I know you said you didn't want to move to Texas, but we're moving. Start packing. Please don't forget my box in the attic. <laughs> my name is Dave Miller. And I'm Nospain. We've been your fuck buddies. 